You know, this morning started just like any other. I was perched upon my throne, doing heinous things as usual. Yeah. Living my life, shooting the breeze. Mm. When I started to contemplate, when's the last time DJ and I recorded a podcast? It's actually been over a year ago. Over a year ago, you yeah. say? September 22nd was uh, the last time me and Kellen uploaded the Comfy Couch episode. And it really wasn't even that good either. After a huge rebranding effort by old Kellen and DJ, we mm -hmm. fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, well, you know, things happen as they always do. Mm -hmm. Life catches up with you, ladies and gentlemen. It really does. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of things that went down. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. October's always bad. October was a rough one. And then it just circulated and we gave up and... You know, we're ashamed of that here at All of the Above, but we've really picked ourselves back up. I want the viewers, the listeners to know that we don't take this lightly. No, not we at don't. all. Mm -mm. We are sorry for our absence. We know that you missed us. We know that you were counting down the days until we returned, and uh, thank you for sticking around. Yeah, yeah. And here we are, a new era, rebranded once again, and mm -hmm. this time we're actually locked in. Yeah. I know we say it every time, I mean quite literally every time, but yeah, we'll be locked. But now time. there's also a grade writing on this, so there's even more pressure to perform. That's true. That is true. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of, we, we fell off there, and then I went to Italy. So mm -hmm. uh, couldn't really... Uh, a semester abroad. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. What would you give it out of 10? You know, I would actually give it probably like an 8 out of 10. Like, I mean, every, every, everything has its ups and downs, but... Mm -hmm. Uh, like uh, spending four months it's in a, a lot. place that you're not used to no, is it's a, a lot for anybody. It's a lot, a lot. And uh, obviously you miss home. Mm -hmm. You miss fried chicken. You miss breakfast, a good hearty American breakfast. And you miss being able to walk around in shorts and a ripped t-shirt and no one judging you for it. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody admires Europe. And they're like, oh, my God, I want to go there. You, the Europeans are so sophisticated, you know, the whole nine yards. You know, if there's anything I've discovered after going study abroad, it's that I'm so thankful to be American. Amen. Where Amen, I can brother. get out of bed, roll over, not put anything on, smell like absolute ass. Mow my lawn in my underwear if I want to. Yeah. Go to the donut store, Chick-fil-A, and order pizza all in one day. And no one bats an eye, because that's what we do here in America. I drink in my front yard at 2 p.m. on a Saturday, and no, no one, one cares. looks at me differently. Well, they do that over there, too. Well, true. Heavy drinkers. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, it was really interesting, and I had a good time. And I, The visiting places is awesome. Mm -hmm. I think everyone should do it. Where all did you get to go, like, visit? Obviously, you stayed in Arezzo, Italy. Where yeah, did you get to visit I mean, we went all over Italy, oh. and it was great. Uh, a couple of my favorite places that I also went, Dublin was, mm. yeah. I mean, if you like beer. That's where my sister studied abroad. Yeah, I think my parents saw mm -hmm. her or something. Oh, no, awesome. no, didn't you go? Mm -mm, no, I didn't. <sighs> my parents went to visit her. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, L, awesome for me. Yep, classic. I wouldn't have even been legal there anyway, and they were... Pub crawling. Oh, there's so. nothing to do in Dublin but drink. So yeah, it wasn't nothing fun for me. Uh, Munich was pretty phenomenal. That's a winter wonderland. Uh, I don't know much about Munich. Again, beer. Seen a common theme here. London, a lot of beer as well. 
And Greece, Greece was, we went to Crete. We didn't go to actual, like, Greece, Greece, but it was more of a beach vacay mm-hmm. vibe. It was awesome, too. Uh, a lot of cool places, a lot of cool people, uh, a lot of people I didn't like either. Well, Europeans aren't always the most accepting. No, no, they don't like us. And uh, after that whole experience, I don't particularly like most of them either. So <laughs> if you're one of our European listeners, I don't know. I don't know. I knew, I knew you were probably getting tired of it over there when you texted me that you missed GMOs. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Dude, you miss your snacks. They got no snacks over That's there That's just something either. I didn't even consider or like think of, mm-hmm. like missing snacks. But four months away, like I would be missing Cheez-Its. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like I really need mine. Yeah, I had I had one experience where um, I uh, so there was like new students coming in right before we left, and they were from Canada, mm-hmm. like also studying abroad, like near Arezzo. So they would come to the same clubs and bars at us. Not that I went to any of those. Uh, well, actually, you know what? You're yeah, yes, I did. <laughs> I'm 21. But regardless, um, I so there was this one guy. I was getting a beer with my like Italian language professor, professors over there are awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's this Canada, Canadian kid who joined like his class. And so he also was walking by and like saw us and, and sat down. It was me, the professor, and a couple other friends. Mm-hmm. And I was just talking about like what, what would seem to be like normal things, you know, to you and me. Uh, just, just things that I'm proud of, like being a Texan. Uh, I mean, also my opinion on like vaccination status or other things like that, like, cause my brother couldn't come over cause you know, oh, yeah. whatever. And, uh, and he didn't, uh, take too kindly to that. And I also said that, well, obviously I was learning Italian and I can still definitely, most definitely get around in Italy. You know how to say, like, I, can I use the bathroom and yeah, yeah. order oh. off a menu? Yeah, I mean, those, that's pretty much what you need, order a beer. Yeah, no, no, for sure. But, uh, like, and he was saying that it's, like, it's stupid to not know more than one language. And I was like, well, that's how my whole country works. Mm-hmm. So up yours. <laughs> I've never felt more patriotic. I literally, dude, oh, man. He what, said, he said that Dallas, summer? Texas was in the middle of nowhere. And I got up out of my chair and I said, listen, if you say one more thing insulting me, my country, or more importantly, Texas, I will kick your ass. Did he? No, he shut up. The dude, the kid was wearing like cargo shorts. Like it was just really weird. But like just so judgmental. God in him. No, you know what? There's a point, okay? (laughs) And I was already so sick of anti-American everybody, you know... So it gets frustrating up to a point. I mean, I, I relate to you, man. I mean, not that I've been in that situation, but if someone were to look at me in a different country and be like, is Dallas, Texas in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. Wouldn't stand for it. I'm going to be honest. No. That's where I'm from. Exactly. The 817. Exactly. Got to respect the 817, bro. Got to stand up for the hood. You know what I mean? Exactly, bro. So, I, yeah, that, that kind of stuff really angered me. But uh, other than that, great stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, you went from... Uh, Four months in Italy, got back in May, and then you would think that <coughs> we would have started up the podcast then, but no, because we both no, we were spent still in separate locations, yeah, working internships in two different states, so there really wasn't a break. But now we're back, and we're ready to jump into this thing. I think we start talking about sports here, DJ. Uh, 
I don't. Try not to let emotions get the best of you. I mean, anybody who's paying attention to OU football is disappointed. Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't haven't felt that level of pain and anger, uh, disappointment, uh, just... It's almost immeasurable how much I wanted to find any given TCU fan. Um, but I'd you love know, to see you try, though. Whatever, whatever. Here we are. Mm-hmm. You know, last week we let Max Duggan send us back into the Stone Age, and that guy's a dork. Yeah. And this Max TCU Duggan. team, yeah, this TCU team is not good, bro. No. Like, let's not get it twisted. They're not contenders. They're not even Big 12 championship contenders. No. The fact that college game days at Kansas and TCU is only because Kansas is 6-0 and and, you know, good for them. I'm kind of rooting for them to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. You know, however, this team looks like we can't even do the simplest of things right. Like, yeah, Dylan, get, we, granted, we faced a lot of injuries this game, but Dylan Gabriel, that first quarter, I mean, we had so many chances and he just overthrown 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 uh eric gray was the one saving grace i think i think because because he's not a i think it's because he was he was great last season too um and also like marcus major is out mm-hmm. I, there's there's a lot of question marks with this Do team. we lose any linemen uh, oh to injuries i don't know hmm. there's a lot of question marks this team and uh we just like, the offense should be better in theory. Like, I get it. The defense, our secondary stinks. Yeah. Let's get that out of the way right now. Like, they usually do, kind of. I mean, well, they always stink. They do, but it can't cover the deep ball. Every secondary, unless you have a top five cornerback or safety, stinks. Like, let's be honest. Unless you have Sauce Gardner. Yeah, I wish. But, nice. like, ours really stinks. Like, we get burnt every play. And when we get burnt, not only is it. But the thing is, Max doesn't was even making those throws. No. It was just. Pass interference. Pass interference again. And that was just, we couldn't avoid the penalties either. Like, we can't do the small things. I know. And watching the Cowboys in college. It was almost worse. Uh, Actually, I will say it is worse. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our (laughs) linebackers, you would think, would be better because Brent Venables is such a linebacker, is like oriented coach. Uh, But there's, we just got nobody. Nobody. I mean, Danny Stutzman is Nobody a cool guy. Nobody that makes me excited, to, besides no. maybe Mims. When Mims is on the field, I'm like, maybe something will happen. But besides that... I like... Uh, there's a lot of kid parts to our offense. Like, honestly, I don't... Let's... I don't think... Uh, I like Dylan Gabriel. Is he a Heisman contender? No. No. Um, is he short? He's not that tall. Because t- Yeah. He he's just, maybe... He's like my height... He's, I think he's, lo- he's shorter than you. He's in between me and you. Okay. So somewhere in the range of 6'1 to 6'4. I don't know why. Maybe it's just because he's standing next to all the linemen. But on the field, he just looks like he's like... Yeah, he's pretty. He's not like that tall. small guy. Um, I like Braden Willis. I think he's a great tight end. Um, <coughs> and he's, he's played really well for us so far. Yeah. I like Mims. Mims is super electric. Gray's electric. Uh, Theo Weiss is pretty phenomenal. Stoops is the third down monster. Jaden Gibson looks pretty disgusting. Stoops is the third and three, third and short mm-hmm. monster. Like, there's keys to this offense that could be really good, but the play calling has been really bad. I think when Jeff Levy gets on a roll, like, he can be that guy. But the past two games, it's been, we're so scared to throw deep. 
Uh, we only, th- I mean, we're trying to throw behind the line of scrimmage. Like, I feel like that's mm-hmm. a lot of our game plan. And it sucks. Honestly, I just run the ball because uh, we have Eric Gray. And Eric it Gray was has working a- so well last game, too. And then we just kept going back to the pass and failing. Yeah, I mean, we could not get it done. No. Uh, it was just sad to watch. But as we're recording this, it is OU Texas uh, week. Oh, Texas hate week, as we yeah. like to say. Yep. And uh, this is a must win. Everybody knows it. I mean, Everybody if we want to keep this is a must win. If we want to keep the pro, well, obviously, yeah. But if we want to keep this program afloat, if we want to keep the players' heads in it, if we want to keep the fans' heads in it, uh, and also recruiting wise, we need a win. Yeah. Because we need recruits as well, uh, and things were looking pretty good. Now they're looking pretty bad. Three and two. <clears throat> yeah, but we played nobody in those first three games. I mean, nobody. Nebraska's a joke, just like us. Nebraska and, on the road at least was better than Kent State. Yeah, right. Well, <coughs> semi. Uh, and it's a must win in so many situations. Right. But now, thanks to uh, the, one of the dirtiest hits I've seen in a while, whoever number six is oh, for TCU. Oh, I totally forgot about that. I mean, we're, we're, down, we're down 24. Mm-hmm. We're on the 50. Dylan Gabriel is making a two-yard slide, and you hit him after he goes down. You just shoulder him to the head. Yeah, I mean, it was brutal. Like, he's definitely concussed. And in spe- especially in light of this Tua situation that oh, happened yeah. this past week, he's not going to play this game. No. It's almost... Certain. It's almost been pretty much ruled out by BV and the whole coaching staff that he's not playing. So that leaves us down to four quarterback options. Yeah. Beevil, who... Never heard of him. Well, he's the Pittsburgh backup quarterback behind Kenny Pickett last year, transferred to Oklahoma. Okay. And he looked he so bad. after Gabriel? Yes. Was that the guy that just he looked scared out there? so bad. He could not get rid of the ball. Um, we just decided to run it and do short passes, but that's kind of what we were doing Maybe before that anyway. Maybe after a week of practice, he'll show mm. us something. I don't know, man. He just did not look like our guy. And that's okay. He looked more like a Tanner Mordecai, you know? Not SMU Tanner starting quarterback Tanner Mordecai. Like, behind Jalen Hurts, Tanner Mordecai. Yeah. Uh, just kind of scared, uh, not ready to start in a game whatsoever. Not at all. And then we go to... Uh, General Booty, JUCO transfer, which is pretty much just an <laughs> NIL deal. We need to put the booty in. And that's what everybody's saying, put but I, I heavily disagree. I mean, I, he's a JUCO product, and like he's didn't look all that seen great. Last chance, you. Yeah. Those JUCO guys can get it done. Yeah, uh, if they go to East Mississippi, whatever. <laughs> yeah, EMU. Yeah, EMU. Um, but he, I don't, I don't think General Booty is our guy either. And then but what leaves. a great nickname, though. No, he's awesome. I mean, wow. No, name. It's his real name. Wait, you didn't what? know that? Like his first name is General? Yes. What? You didn't know that? I thought it was a nickname this whole time. No. Uh-uh. Oh, my God. His, really? That's his whole name. Yes. His name is just General. That's why he said it's an NIL deal. awesome. I know. That's that what, is so awesome. I, I know. How do you not know this? I don't know. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not like as in-depth in OU football as maybe you Cowboys and Jace. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, Jace is Chase is the OU football analyst. Yeah. But then that leaves Micah Bowens, who is redshirt sophomore, mm-hmm. who's from Las Vegas, went to Penn State, was redshirted, then transferred here, didn't play a s- single snap 2021. 
And he's more of a dual threat guy. He was like number four dual threat in his class and like number 26 overall. But, I mean, maybe he has some experience. And then we have Nick Evers. I mean, yeah, I just didn't even know who, we had this many looked, guys in the QB room. There's, we have four. And this is the last one. And Nico looked pretty below average. Like, I mean, he's a true freshman. And he's an Elite 11 uh, guy. Uh, however, man, he just didn't look good during the spring game. And is he anywhere near ready? No, Probably absolutely not. Not, not for this game against Texas. He's not. Oh, you Texas well, is we, the biggest stage. We're not going to start either of them. I think we're going to start Bevel or Booty. And then if things go terribly wrong, I hope we put Bowens in over Evers. I just don't think he's there yet, man. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has the right mindset. But also, like, of course, Texas. if, there, if there's a time to start... Too. You know, I mean, you could give me the Caleb Williams argument, but he's a much different case. I mean, as a true freshman, he won us that game. Yeah. And he's just different. He's that I'm, guy. He is that. He's him. And Unfortunately. I'll be honest. Yeah. And this makes me miss him a lot more. Yeah. Um, it still hurts. Yeah. So it's been disappointing. I think we're going to get disappointed on Saturday, uh, especially if Quinn Ewers comes back. Uh, he is coming back, right? I thought that was I confirmed. I think so. And Bijan's going to run all over us. Oh, I mean, because yeah. we only we never rush more than three. And then we play this soft zone D that just gets torn apart. It's just so I'd love many to see things. some blitzing. Yeah, and every time we prov- we provide pet pressure and pack out the box, man. 70-yard TD reception. No. No. We, it usually produces for us. Oh. Almost always. Because the quarter, the Big Twelve quarterbacks that we've played, are not that good. No, not the ones we've played. No, I mean we, we made Martinez look like a Heisman out there against us. Well, that was just K State. Yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, there's a lot of question marks, and I don't know exactly because it's gets OU Texas. Everybody plays down to their level. Oh, it's a rivalry game. Anything. Can yeah, happen. anything can happen. Doesn't matter uh, how good or bad you are. But I do think we're going to get disappointed, and this is. I think if you're an OU fan, you go into this weekend, uh, no expectations, Cautiously man. hopeful. I, I say cautiously hopeful is a good word, especially because we're out of quarterback, and like this team is, this team is pretty down. This the is morale a, is low. This is a win or season over situation. Yeah. Uh, this is our last chance to really make something of anything this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be a huge win for us, and I think we really need it. I do, too. Uh, yeah, but moving on from the depressing scene here in Norman, Oklahoma, Dallas is kind of on fire. Mm-hmm. It's rush hour. In it downtown is rush Dallas. hour, ladies and gentlemen. The Cowboys are three and one, mm-hmm. two and zero oh in the division. Mm. Sadly, not first place in the division because the Philadelphia Stankles have decided to. Eagles just, are legit, man. I've been saying this since week one. Okay, the Eagles as long are as we very both scary. agree that the Giants aren't legit. They're the biggest frauds in the NFL. They're 3-1. and one. I have no idea how. It's because they've only played horrible teams. Well, didn't Daniel Jones go down in that Chicago game last week and they still won? T- Daniel Jones and Tyrod Taylor went down, but it was against the Bears. And the, yeah, Bears, the Bears are, are so horrible. I mean, wow. Justin Fields really isn't that guy, I think. Nah, no. Trevor Lawrence is. I don't. Justin Fields has a breakout game, one in every six games, where he throws for 430 yards mm-hmm. and has four... Rushing uh, TDs or no, something. He, no, he has four reception TDs, or throwing TDs, and like one rushing TD, and it's like a crazy All-Star game, and everyone's like, oh my God, Justin Fields is Jay him. Fields! And then the next game, he goes 
13 for... Puts up 12 points. 31 and puts up, yeah, 12 points. Um, anyway, I don't care about the Bears. Me neither. I care about the Cowboys. And the, the chatter in the Cowboys community Twitter that I read a lot is at, if Cooper Rush comes in this week, week five, mm-hmm. and he takes us to four and one, five and zero oh in starting games. Is he starting this week? Is, was that announced? Do you know? I, I haven't heard anything. I don't see why we would start Dak against Aaron Donald first week back. From I, I don't. I don't think so either. And I think the Cowboys' problem with Dak Prescott has been eagerly starting him post injury, mm-hmm. especially, especially if Cooper Rush is winning. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I think you definitely keep. Dak on the bench this week. If, if it was it were a me. train wreck right now in Dallas, Dak would be back by week four last week, I'm telling you. But I think we put Cooper Rush up against the Rams, who just got beat by the 49ers and only scored three field goals the whole game. Yeah. Last night. Yeah. Well, Debo uh, Samuel put them in a casket. A rundown Rams team right now coming off a loss. I guess they could come out fiery, or they could come out thinking that the Cowboys are weak. And then we crush them. I mean, the Cowboys have allowed less than 20 points in every single game. This we are Cowboys like the D only, is phenomenal. No, us and the 49ers are the only teams in the NFL that have allowed less than 20 points in every game this season. Lawrence and Parsons is a disgusting combo. Oh. I think yes. the and, Cowboys And Trayvon. I, I seriously think the Cowboys have one of the best, like, pass rushing mm-hmm. uh, like defensive we lines bar who's actually I doubted him but he's playing well the veteran no no he I, I I told I was the guy who told you I think it's a pretty decent pickup I was just mad the Cowboys because just everyone's needed... getting so hype about like it was the best signing ever and I was like it's just a veteran like he's not no, going to do no, that no, much no, no. but no but I but I said it was going to be he's a knowledgeable guy he's been making plays mm-hmm. granted there's some mistakes but he's also old but I think the Cowboys needed that little extra spice and I think that everyone has got to start respecting number seven. Oh, are you talking about the? Yeah, he's been locked down. I what mean, was his? What was his like? He's owned Terry McLaurin for Terry's every ever since Trayvon came into the league. He's owned Terry McLaurin every time he played the Commanders. It's just locked down B every time. Obviously, there were some problems last year. I mean, he did have the highest amount of interceptions since a player since 1981. Well, I think he's turning in from a ball hawk receiver cornerback into a more well-rounded guy. He knows when to go through mm-hmm. the interceptions and take those risks, and he knows when to play coverage. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important, and he's really coming into himself as like one of the best cornerbacks in the league and could be of all time if he really continues this for the next four to five years well and just i feel like imagine if you're trayvon diggs right and you get 13 interceptions it's the most from anybody in a long time you're feeling great but people spend the whole summer a whole off season ridiculing you for giving up 790 yards like they're trying to just diminish your accomplishment i feel yeah. like he's coming out you know what they say with something to prove they always hate when you up <laughs> yes <laughs> you know you said that nap uh-huh, exactly, and that was right. They love you when you down, not when you up. Nap. Yeah, but the Cowboys are looking good. I'm excited. Uh, it is exciting, because when Dak went down week one, everyone in our living room said, yep, season over. I saw Cowboys eliminated from playoffs memes all over Twitter. I mean, it was over. We really did think it was over. And uh, to be 3-1 and one with 2-0 uh, and oh in the division headed into week five, uh, I feel good right now. I also feel very optimistic, and I will admit that I'm a casual, fair-weather uh, Cowboys fan, and everybody knows that here. Mm-hmm. It's not 
a mystery. Yeah. But I do enjoy seeing the Cowboys win. Succeed. And it's sometimes it's funny when the Cowboys lose, but that's only because of Cowboys fans. Yeah. But I do admire... But being from Dallas, there's, there's the, some pride in seeing the, your city. I, that's what I was about to say. I admire the hopefulness and the starry-eyed Cowboys fans year in and year out with borderline the same players because nothing ever really happens in the offseason. Horrible. Uh, Horrible offseasons. And that's fun. Uh, but, but we draft well, surprisingly. We really draft well. Yes. CD, Micah, Trayvon. You could even argue Dak and, yeah. and, and Zeke. Mm-hmm. And Zeke's All actually been picks. looking like not bad uh, this year so far. I mean, obviously not like a top five running back, but a good ground and pound guy. Mm-hmm. And with the Tony Pollard combo, which once again this year is proving pretty phenomenal. Zeke also just always gets the runs up the middle too. I mean, I don't ever really ever see that because guy he can't get a bounce pitch. to the outside anymore, Kellen. He can't do so that upset. anymore. I know. 2016, Zeke is gone. If you're a Cowboys fan, 2016, Dak and Zeke, they're gone. It's over. It was a great run. Uh, I think Dak could still be great if he can escape these injuries. But, like, I mean, his quarterback life is, I mean, I would give it three years. Dak's got to come back and be the man. If he doesn't, doesn't. it's over. Yeah, I mean, like, he needs to come back and be the man. Because, obviously, if Cooper Cooper Rush goes 5-0 against the Rams... I mean, that's dude, a like, big question. If he goes out there and beats the Rams, and we are, for, I mean, like, it's hard for me to want to put Dak in at that point because yeah. he just, if he has the hot hand, let him let him play. Well, let the Cowboys keep rolling. Uh-huh. Don't switch up the energy. And uh, that would be a very Mike McCarthy move to put Dak in and get him injured once again. Yeah. Uh, I hope that doesn't Mike happen. McCarthy. Yeah, I don't like Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I. Do like Dan, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn or Dan Quinn, Sean Payton. That's, yeah. Those are our two options. I love both of them. Honestly, like, yeah, I think Dan Quinn's sticking out around for the promotion, but he's been a phenomenal Well, I wish Dan Quinn would be okay with just sticking with D.C. and letting Sean Payton and let them both run it, but I doubt it. I doubt that happens as well. That's just a lot money of money. Wise, That's a lot least. of money, yeah. I was going to say. Uh, but, yeah, the Cowboys are looking good. I'm mm-hmm. very optimistic for their future. Uh, is the Eagles game after this Rams game? Yeah, uh, the 16th. That's week I'm seven. Sure. Yeah. That'll be the tester. I really well, think six. so. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, this Rams defense, also, this Rams team is plagued with injuries right now. I'm decently sure. I think they have some linemen out, and they haven't really looked the same as they did last year. Uh, Matthew it, Stafford doesn't look the same. No. But isn't he still fighting that elbow? But thing? Jared Goff is looking vintage right now. He's looking T- vintage. Don't say vintage, Jared Goff. That I like mean, 2018 Rams team was his like stats surrounded right with so much great. talent. Well, that's because, and I'm gonna say it, this Lions team is a grit team. They're fun to watch. They're so much fun to They're watch. They're fun to watch. I love DeAndre Swift. I love Jamal Williams. That running back Among duo us. is disgusting. Yeah, Amon St. Brown. Among mm-hmm. Us St. Brown. He's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and they still put up like what 45? I mean, they lost 48, 45, but. They put up 45 oh, points. Oh, face Geno. DeAndre Swift and Amon St. Brown weren't even in. They're yeah. still those guys. I think they just have a lot of fight in them, and they got a lot to prove after last year. Very offensive. I also uh, love Dan Campbell. He's a great coach. Mm-hmm. Great coach. Um, but, yeah, the Lions are – I hope we go to that game, by the way. I hope yeah. we end up going to that Me game. Too. That'll be fun. Cowboys-Lions. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, I'm excited uh, – Football's been fun. Football's back. And I feel good. Not about OU football, but just that football's back. I know. Me too. It's always the best time of the year. 
It is. And we got MLB postseason coming up. Holiday season, October baseball. Oh, God. NBA yeah. season starting in October. That's when I, I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to brag about my Cardinals here for two seconds. Go ahead. Pooh holes at 703 now. Home runs? Yes. Wow. Which is crazy. And I think he just passed Babe Ruth and hits. Babe Ruth. Is this the last year? The second, yeah, this is the final run for him, Yachty, and uh, Wainwright. Mm. They had an awesome home game the other day. It was really cool to watch. And Aaron Judge uh, hit 62 today. Yeah. That's pretty We found that out just before insane. we started this, too. Him and, him and Mark McGuire, and Mark McGuire was on so many steroids. I didn't realize how big of a deal this was until we, we would be watching the football <clears throat> game. And it would well, cut away okay. from the game well, to show Judge chasing 62. A, that was our football game that they were cutting away from. And B, we were really stinking it up and nobody was watching. True. In fact, I tried to turn the TV off at least eight times. I was so angry. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's interesting. I, I heard that ball is going to be like worth like $5 million. Oh my God, what is that horrible noise? That was actually our breaking news alarm. What? We have a breaking news alarm? I just received inside word, inside intel, that oh. Tom Brady has lawyered up. Oh, I saw this. Which and so Giselle. is Giselle is lawyered up. Did you see what Zach Wilson tweeted? No. It was pretty much just like, Giselle wants me. <laughs> what? Yeah. Zach Wilson, like I mean, New York that Jets a, QB? Maybe that was a meme. That was definitely a meme. It could have been a meme. But, that, it, but honestly, though, like, the fact that I believed it, it was like, yeah, I can see Zach Wilson tweeting that out. He's got that dog in him. He does have that dog in uh-huh. him, bro. Yeah. Wow. Um, so why do you, so why I do guess you think... one more season wasn't worth it. Or maybe it was. No, I don't think it was because of that. You don't think so? Well, I mean, no, we I know guess we don't really know. but No, nobody knows, but I know. Oh, well, then please feel free to fill me in. The same inside sources awesome. that let me know. That let me know about Tom Brady's divorce also let me know the reasoning. Really? Mm-hmm. Can you reveal your sources? No, my sources has to remain uh, a secret. But okay, I will say it's because he's been making out with his kids way oh, too much. Oh, my God. And it's been getting really intense lately, and Giselle had a problem with it because he made out with his kids more than he did his wife. Oh, God. <laughs> this mental picture I'm getting is just so horrible. <laughs> it's, it's, it, don't act like it hasn't happened before. No, I mean, we've covered it on this podcast. Exactly. Before, how exactly. Brady loves to smooch his kids. Yeah, the NFL. see that being a problem. The NFL's so, uh, full of some odd birds, uh, including oh. our good friend Antonio Brown, good friend of the All of the Above podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Always gives us something to talk about, that guy. He does. He's incredible. He's a man of genius, a real he's misunderstood. Man of he's he's misunderstood. misunderstood. Um, as he quoted earlier in this year, my one regret about pro football was not being able to watch myself on the field. And then everyone was saying, "Oh, well, you could just watch tapes of yourself." And he said, "No, be in the stands and get to watch Antonio Brown play football." And I love that about him. He really, you know, I love. He's him. I love mentally insane people. Let's get that straight. <laughs> The old crackhead on the street provides a better conversation to me than most people will do in a lifetime. Yeah. <clears throat> but I will not condone what Antonio Brown has done this time. Perhaps he's gone a step too far. Some are celebrating it. Some are questioning it. Most are questioning it. Yeah. Antonio Brown reveals himself in a pool. 
I mean, just in Dubai, pulls his cock out. Yeah. In the middle of a pool, and then decides to just like, what did he do? Like a weird, like hump the air move, where it just like flew above the water. I mean, it was just it was unnecessary. Not, uh, 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 uh. No, he's got problems. And you know that, dude. So didn't I'm pretty sure this wasn't a meme though. I'm pretty sure Antonio Brown did post on Instagram a picture of him and Giselle. Oh, and Giselle. Yes. Oh, it all intertwined. After the Super Bowl. Yeah. And no, and they're like hugging and really yeah, close. Yeah. I don't even know what the caption was. Me neither, but I just saw that. Yeah, no, that's true. That actually did happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, why? I don't understand that's that. It's weird either. how that all interconnects, though. Well, yeah, well, that's how of we course, roll here on Brown has to. all the above podcasts. But uh, Tom Brady's been the one guy who stood up for Antonio Brown in any way, shape, or form. Antonio yeah. Brown stayed at his house. Wow, really? Yes. I didn't even know that. Maybe he got it on with Giselle. Dude, what if? What See? if? See, I mean, honestly, though, even if he didn't, he'd probably still say that he did and be like, <laughs> "Well, I was over there." Absolutely. If we put this on Antonio's brown mind, he would totally be like, "I absolutely did." Yeah, of course I did. I'm him. I'm yeah. him. I wish and I could have watched myself do it. And I love that about him. I feel like, I feel like Antonio Brown could rule the world if he really tried. I mean, are crazy people really the crazy ones, or are we the crazy ones? Or no, do Antonio they just Brown's see the crazy. For how it is, um, like Kanye. Kanye is also losing it. I don't I mean, even yeah. want to go into that topic. Don't want to go into that topic about the T-shirt. We're not no, going to go no, there no. here on all the above podcasts. But Kanye also is suffering from some mental illness. Definitely. For sure. I don't know if it's bipolar disease or what. Another fun guy. Another funny guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see him and Antonio Brown collab. Well, have you heard Antonio Brown's rap song? Yeah. That's been all over my TikTok for you page. Yeah. Like, that sound. Probably because we talk about him a lot. Honestly, dude, I've been getting a lot of Antonio Brown TikToks lately. Really? It's kind of weird. It's like, I'm I, being like, a- like I said, they're like, he's just a misunderstood man. And I was getting all those. And okay. then a day later, a day later, it's like Antonio Brown exposes himself at public yeah. pool in Dubai. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're just misunderstood. misunderstood. Huh? Yeah. Sure. Not just crazy. Dude, TikTok always... I mean, I could. See, I mean, you've done the pool, pool, pool thing on TikTok, and it just comes up like the next three videos are involving like a body. Oh of water. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because we've been watching House of the Dragon so much, like it's like all. Oh yeah, Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones stuff mm-hmm. for me, which I enjoy. It's a f- fabulous. Oh, show. we are okay. So we should honestly. I'm down to address this real quick. I'm, yeah, no, I, I'll I'll shout out so, a couple of shows that I think are good to watch. We can make this a little. We can make this a little segment at the end of the podcast. We are. Um, Currently, I'm down for that, but we are currently entering my first time watching Game of Thrones ever. We are on currently going to be on season two, episode nine. So we're kind of oh, just you're talking about the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I mean, and we're watching House of Dragons, but I'm watching both at the same mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. House of Dragons, obviously, weekly on a Sunday basis. It's the best part oh, of our the, week. It actually is. It it's really like Christmas is. every Sunday. Besides night. a Cowboys win, it's the best part of my week. Yeah. Because it, I'm not winning in fantasy football, that's for sure. I am, but and I beat you in two weeks this week. Let's yeah. let everybody know that right now. But also, yes, uh, I'm glad that I introduced you to Game of Thrones, kind of. But there was this new show coming out, mm-hmm. and I forced you to watch Lord of the Rings, and you liked it. Lord of the Rings was good. I mean, I don't think it doesn't beat like Star Wars or Marvel for me, but like <sighs> it, it stinks. It, Lord of the Rings for me it is, is the good. best. Is peak fiction. I think Rings of Power is not that good. No, it stinks. It's and don't of, get me started. Rings of Mid. But this is what happens when a large corporation takes over an awesome franchise. We've seen it with Disney. Now we're seeing it with 
distribution center, Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Hell yeah! Are the same people that did Game of Thrones doing House of Dragons? Is that why it's so good? Um, well, I mean, it's all written by Tolkien. Uh, no, Martin. Oh, I Tolkien. That's, so Lord House of Dragons is also books? Yeah, I know what happens. I mean, oh, okay. It's more of like a history. It's part of like the Targaryen history. Uh, it's oh. in that book. But that's why there's so many times together. See, I don't know like all of the lore, the backstory. I'm just a... I just am entertained by it greatly. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's just, so good. It's such good writing, <laughs> character development, and you're such great so, acting. Oh, yeah. They, they, I mean, they also phenomenal. get great actors. Uh, the filmography is great. Uh, everything about it is just I think, like, also really the killer. way that, like, I think what Game of Thrones does really well that I'm really enjoying about it is I never doubt for a second that they're actually in like the medieval times. Like you're so no. immersed yeah. into mm-hmm. their world and like everything that goes world along building. with it. Like it never even seems like like every actor does so well to it just being in that time. I feel yeah. like it's just really good, honestly. I really am enjoying it. It's a phenomenal series and you haven't even gotten like the good, the juicy oh, no. part. Like we're about to embark on like a like a three season like best TV you'll probably ever see, Journey. I'm so excited. Uh, but yeah, no, you're going to love it. When does, do you know when House of Dragons is done? We have three more episodes left. Oh, only three more weeks? What am mm-hmm. I going to do after that? Nothing. Because the Sunday night games have been horrible. The primetime games have been so, just let me down on the NFL side. There's been a couple of good ones. <coughs> Whatever the Chiefs Bills one was good. Yeah, the, like the opener. That was, was that Chiefs Bills? That was the first Thursday night game. Was that Chiefs Bills? Or it was Rams Bills. Oh, Rams Bills. Yeah, yeah, that was good. There's been a couple of good prime ones. Chiefs yeah. Bucks was pretty good. That was that was this past Sunday. Hmm. Yeah, Tom Brady actually did something for once this season. He has not been playing like Tom Brady, but we don't need to get back into the. No, no, no. We that. don't need to <laughs> dip our toes in the Tom Brady water anymore. But yeah. I also watched uh, the Netflix series Edge Runners. It's an anime. Yes, everybody. Mm-hmm. Get off your high horse. It's 10 episodes. If you want an introductory like anime, like, wow, this show will blow your mind. It's so freaking phenomenal. The writing is so good. How in 10 episodes does it get you involved in like the cyberpunk world? Mm-hmm. Like, I have no idea. Like, yeah. I wanted to play the game so bad after that. Well, and it's just a great story. Man, it's so good. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been watching. Lord of the Rings is terrible. Uh, again, Lord of the Rings is terrible. Oh, Rings of Power. Rings of Power. Rings the of show. Power, right, no, yeah. not Peter Jackson's films. Those are the best pieces of fiction in the whole entire world. Maybe besides Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I do love Transformers. What? Though I love those memes. Oh yeah, the, the Michael Bay. Yeah. The credit in credits. I send this message to you. <laughs> I am here. I am waiting. It is. I, don't tell me it doesn't give you chills, No, though. it does. I mean, the optimist speech will always give of you chills. Of course it does. You, like you're 12 years old. Yeah. You just, you know, got over your massive chub from Megan Fox underneath the hood of the car. Yeah, your sexual awakening. Yes. <laughs> and then Optimus Prime leaves you with that banger? Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Film doesn't get much better. Yeah. I That's mean, fire. It's and if you, don't th- if you think it's not, screw you. Honestly, like the other Transformers movies in the franchise aren't even memorable for me. It's literally just the first one. No, like, yeah, they're all. I them. mean, wow. Once you get past like the second one, it's, it just continues spiraling downhill. But kind of like Fast and Furious. No, but Fast and Furious knows what it is, right? True. They're just blatant, yeah, yeah awesome just, action movie. Yeah, like Hobbs just, and Shaw. 
the plot did not matter in that movie. No, All that was mattered was one liners versus The Rock versus Idris Elba fighting. Uh huh. And occasionally hot women and car- uh-huh. hot women, cars, action scenes, one liners, explosions, and a, a smolder from the block from The Rock and uh-huh. explosions. Like that's all men want. Not complicated creatures, mm-hmm. and for our team to win on Sundays and Saturdays. And that's all I. Awesome that's... Hawaiian family theme oh, final. The, it's stand. Samoan. Samoan. Get it Samoan. right, Kellen. That is. Well, I thought that was like disgusting. A... No. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Way off base. Shame on you. <coughs> uh, but yeah. No, it's a great movie. Honestly, there. I feel like they're. I feel like I'm waiting for a shoe to drop, like. Pop culture-wise. You know what I mean? I, don't, I feel like we're kind of in a dull right now. Obviously, sports is huge right now. Everyone's back into football, baseball. Drop pop. I feel like we're in a big like some Some big culture. event in pop culture is coming. Besides, what, are you, like, what are you waiting for, man? I don't know. I just feel like something's coming that we're going to have to talk about on here. I feel like it, if we would have done a podcast a week or two ago, obviously we would have addressed the queen dying. And that was a huge pop culture thing. But I feel like there's just something else coming. I hope it's not a death. I really hope it's not a death. We're gonna lose somebody big, like Keanu That's Reeves. I, I just have something. a bad feeling, like something's gonna just go down pop culture. If Keanu Reeves dies, I burn the world, especially before John Wick Four. Why is Keanu Reeves the first guy that for like a death that popped in your head? I don't know. Like that was instant. <laughs> I was thinking of guys that like I would not want to die mm-hmm. at all. Keanu Reeves. Ewan McGregor. <clears throat> oh yeah. I thought uh, for a second I thought you meant Conor McGregor. Oh no! Just because I heard McGregor. Obi Wan. Yeah, no, Obi Wan. Yeah, that would also tear my soul apart. Oh, bro. Uh, Joe Rogan. <coughs> Joe Rogan would make me probably cry. Uh, There's a long list. Tiger, <laughs> Tiger, LeBron. Just kidding. The public figure. Everything. Most things <coughs> in this world are LeBron's fault, whether that be COVID. Uh, the war in Ukraine, um, the toilet paper shortage in 2020, name anything. Yeah, my point is, is pretty much that you could sum up everything to uh, LeBron's fault, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I enjoy crazy people. That's, yeah. If you're going to take anything out of this podcast, it should be those two things. Yeah, I mean, crazy people are crazy, but they're also so fun to just watch be crazy. Exactly. Watch them exist. It's like a, being at a zoo. I completely agree with you. <laughs> and uh, I don't think there's anything wrong about saying that. No, I don't think there is either. I do think you, it's funny. Do you think and maybe, I'm tired of pretending. It's maybe not. you should go work at like a no, psych ward. No, don't. Now we've taken that okay. step too far. Okay. No, that would not be fun. Very brief interactions, Kellen, or watching from afar. There is always a, uh, some positive crackhead interactions that we have here in Norman. Bay. There are, and they're fun, or they try to stab you, which is also yeah, happening. Yeah, I mean, that's not fun, but there's more, more good than bad. Yeah. Most crackheads are just trying to get crack. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I, well, who, who isn't? Uh, well. What do you mean, well? Who isn't trying to get crack? Yeah. I don't know, Obama? You think Obama hasn't? De- no. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I don't know why Obama's the first guy that popped into my head for someone that doesn't do crack, but I mean, he could. Everybody could have done crack. I mean, Donald Trump definitely has done crack. Mother Mary could have done crack or... Who's As in Jesus' mother. You never know. 
That's just disgraceful. <laughs> I don't know. Take it back. Who is that? Oh, Sister Jean could have done crack? Oh, Sister Jean. <laughs> back in the day? Back in her prom? You never prom? know, man. Sister Jean definitely, definitely was on the rock candy. The 70s was a wild time. Oh, absolutely. Well, whoa. I would say her prime was probably like the 40s. <laughs> oh, she's not that old. Is she? I have no idea. I thought she was like, oh my God, I guess we're like. Wait, 40s. no, she may be in her 90s. I thought, I still she, I thought she was already in the hundreds. You can't say that their 40s, the 40s were prime. It's yeah, maybe she was born in the 60s. 40s. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right, well, um, I think we're about to reach. So a couple new things to ramp up the All the Above podcast mm-hmm. and give you guys some updates. Uh, a, I mean, as always, if you listen this long and through the entire thing, we thank you very much. Thank you. And uh, thank you for choosing our podcast to listen to. We hope that you actually enjoyed this episode on your way down to Dallas, Texas to enjoy some Oklahoma yeah. football. Go OU. Yeah. Boomer. Again, my advice, go into it with no expectations and you won't be disappointed. That's how I live my life. That's mm-hmm. how you should live yours. Cautiously hopeful this weekend, everybody. Yep. And uh, B, how we're working this new All the Above podcast is we're going to really focus on just being sectional and timing mm-hmm. everything out. And what I'm going to do on the Instagram is I'll post kind of like a story when we upload the episode with uh, the sections and what we're talking about with timestamps. So if you're on a time crunch and you just want to come listen for a little bit or like listen to this last segment with me and Kellen, that was pretty funny. And we're going to try and do the breaking news thing and maybe we'll do like a movie review. Uh, let us know. Um, oh, that's we should have talked about the greatest beer run ever. Oh, it was a great movie that too. That was such a great oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, Shout yeah. out Zach Efron. Yeah, that was I mean, a that was a great movie, movie we you just didn't watched even last watch night. That. I just I just don't like watching movies, but when, when it's on, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I know I got to like push you into watching the movies. But dude. it uh, it was really I'm glad we did because it yeah, was really good. Was I certain. I recommended it to both my parents. Yeah, so. it was great. Shout out my parents. They actually told me to watch it. Dave that's, Grayson. That's a dub. Uh yeah. Oh gosh, we didn't talk about Vegas either. Well, leave them wanting more. Yeah, leave we'll, them we'll wanting let more. you guys want some more. Next There's podcast, we'll tell you about DJ and I's Vegas adventures with our with our dads. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe we have the dads on here for oh, that. Oh, that, <laughs> that would go south very quickly, that especially would. if the brown liquor's flowing. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, folks, we'll leave you uh, to an awesome drive. Mm-hmm. And have a good day wherever you are, world. This is uh, DJ Greiser and Kellen Knight. You're all the above hosts. And... Maybe we have some special guests coming back, some, some returning, some new ones, and maybe even some large sports figures. That would be awesome. And that's actually more at play than it ever has been. True. So, folks, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time, and thanks for tuning in. Thanks. Peace.